0: Was frantically taking notes this whole time. I
1: had to pause a couple times. I had
0: like to scrolling. pause so many times. Um, this isn't necessarily exactly where we should start off. Okay. But I would love to talk about the monkey in the room.
1: Tara? <laughs> <but> I <laughs> can't even begin to speak about this monkey. I
0: I think that this movie was made after i think this movie was made within the last like well it's not possible because the birds is such a big thing somebody made this movie right after the podcast came out today (laughs) and then went back in time to 1990 to release it like i can't i
1: can't i can't handle the monkey in the room this movie was made to hurt me. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. This movie,
0: this movie was made in a specific, like, concerted attempt to harm us both
1: if for, like, us to have things to talk about on the podcast. Literally, I like cannot believe it's a fake movie that didn't exist until two days ago.
0: Uh, yeah, this movie literally felt like a reference to every podcast literally. episode. <laughs> Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara.
1: And I'm Riley, and we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time.
0: As determined by the Bravo TV Network in the year 2004. <laughs> Sorry, I really had
1: to burp when I was thinking about how it would be funny to burp on my line. But then <laughs> I didn't want to, so I held it in.
0: That would have been so funny. I I appreciate that, though.
1: Like <laughs> I wanted to burp my name.
0: <laughs> I am Riley. <Brian. laughs> maybe, maybe another time. Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Uh, but this week, the movie... That earned the 94th place on the list of Bravo TV's which, scariest movie moments. Which we'll get into. <laughs> is a movie called Pacific Heights, released in 1990, allegedly. <laughs> written by Daniel Pine and directed by John Schlesinger. I don't think this is a real movie. <laughs> it's not a real movie. Like, it's just not. So this movie kind of falls into the category of, like, 90s sexy erotic thrillers which was like a yeah. big, a big period of time and it reminds me a lot of single white female which I, mm. I feel like these are like sister movies in a sense i love
0: that it reminded me a lot of um the julia roberts abuse movie you know what i'm talking about enemy in the fucking house or something <laughs> oh sleeping with the enemy oh worm it's like really kind of not like that at all but it's it's the 90s sexy thriller thing like that's what it is.
1: I had never seen this movie before and I had hardly even heard of it. And no, I know I'd never a heard of it. Goddamn thing about it. <laughs> and what a way to what a way to do it. Oh, I yeah. did. I watched it on Voodoo and the description there was very different from the other ones I've read. it it's like the only thing I wrote down from it was it's like two unmarried yuppies and it's like just very aggressive. <laughs> like The person who wrote the description was really mad at the characters. Uh, Me too. Me too. Me too,
0: King. Oh, I don't know if this is exactly how it opens, but there's a moment where we're looking at a bunch of wind turbines. So I went, solar
1: power, solar power. I
0: promise I'm a better singer than that, guys. (laughs) Everyone.
1: But yes, it's very that. Because there's just a there's just a guy driving by some windmills, and my only thoughts really on this opening were that it just looked dirty, like everything <laughs> looked like it looked like the lens was dirty and the car was dirty, <laughs> just everything was dirty.
0: <laughs> Is it Michael Keaton driving? No, it's these motherfuckers with a baseball bat.
1: <laughs> it's the motherfuckers. Okay, so the credits are still happening, um, and I, I've already been talking for like ten minutes. Yeah, so I'm yep, gonna no, same. I'm tightening it up. So we cut to Michael Keaton and a blonde woman in a hotel room having like <laughs> just really th- fucking f- with an ice cube. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and like moaning and it's like really zoomed in yeah and it's just like a lot of titty they're just like murmuring stuff like so gentle she says like yes so i hated gentle. that i hated that but then he follows up with whatever works and i'm like what <laughs> I was watching this movie by myself and I was really uncomfortable watching. I was watching this movie
0: with my roommate and I was really uncomfortable. And I was like, oh no. And she was like, what? Like they're fucking. And I was like, I know. I don't like perceiving sex in public.
1: Like sometimes people trying to be sexy is so gross. Yeah. Like I I don't mean to shame these people, but like they were being gross.
0: They were being silly.
1: They were being Um, so gross. And then, okay. So... (laughs) The thing is, while they're having sex, we then, (laughs) the camera zooms in to a picture of two young boys and a monkey. (laughs) And Tara, I am begging you to tell me where I missed the monkey coming back in as an important part of the story.
0: Uh, Here's the issue, is that you didn't.
1: Like, you, we just
0: see the picture again,
1: like yes, and the picture is important, and like I understand. But why, why is the there a monkey in it? But why is there a monkey? Because like,
0: why is every movie we watch about monkeys?
1: Because like, there's important things in the like we're supposed to be looking at the boys in the picture. So why but there's on a earth fucking monkey in between them? Why would you put a monkey in the middle of the two things we're supposed to be looking at? Like I'm not gonna look at anything besides the monkey. I. <laughs> What was that?
0: Okay. Well, here's the thing. I got I have so many things. I'm sorry. So first of all, really quick, while the credits were rolling, I saw Laurie Metcalf's name and I got excited because I love her. And I went, Laurie Metcalf! And then every other name that showed up, Chris and I just, Chris is my roommate for everyone listening, we just started screaming the name of every actor that came up after that. We were like, Mako! Like, Danny Robinson or whoever the other people are it was ridiculous um anyway michael keaton and some lady are having ice cube sex
1: near a picture of a monkey (laughs)
0: and two young boys (laughs) no um and basically those guys from earlier you know with the baseball bat in their little truck dirty car they come yes dirty car they come into michael keaton's dirty apartment
1: i kept calling this a hotel because that's what i thought it was but it's certainly like a condominium or an apartment as we will learn later (laughs)
0: <laughs> um but they show up and they i <laughs> went they show up <laughs> sorry they show up and they just beat the shit out of michael keaton and his girlfriend uh with a baseball bat
1: they show up via like this really scary wild zoom shot that like flies it's very evil dead it just like flies down the hallway through the door oh yeah which was like the introduction of many wild camera movements that happen in this movie that i thought were really fun and interesting
0: so while they're beating the shit out of Michael Keaton and I guess also his girlfriend, they beat her up a lot less because she has to look pretty because this is a movie. But then his girlfriend's like crying and she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> like, we just both got beat up with a baseball bat. And he's like, the worst is over now. Yeah. And then he's like, he says we'll a visit- lot of weird shit. He does. And he's like, <laughs> sorry, this is my joke that I think is really funny. <laughs> so I can't get through it. He goes, we'll visit my family. My brother. He's a monkey. <laughs> Please don't fall in love with him, please. (laughs) Um, And I think that's hilarious of (laughs) me to say.
1: But he is like, okay, I'm going to go to San Francisco about this. And it's like, okay, sure. (laughs) He's like driving, I guess. And then like the girl's not in the car. No, yeah, he goes to San Francisco without her. And that's our cold open.
0: He said, we'll visit my family. And no monkey brother, no girlfriend, no we, no will visit, no my family.
1: He's just he just says things and then does different things, which yeah. is what a lot of people in this movie do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but the really uncomfortable sex stuff aside i do think that's like a really cool cold open yes because like i like the feeling of being so disarmed and like not knowing what the fuck is going on yeah like in an opening scene like that yeah yeah it's yeah. always much more interesting than like if this guy came in and was like your landlord is mad at you and then like <laughs> beat him up like <laughs> this is much more interesting
0: yeah my landlord sends me emojis but whatever <laughs> see
1: that's the thing like i currently i'm very fortunate i love my landlord right now he's He's, like, very attentive and responsive and yeah. just, like, not terrible. But I do think, like, the concept of landlords in general is bad. Yeah. I just have a good one right now.
0: Yeah. I, like, well, this thing is, like, I, I don't, I, I'm, like, scared to talk shit about my landlord because I'm in my apartment. <laughs> my landlord's, like, a little ineffectual. Um, like, our sink makes crazy gurgling noises and we used to bother him about it all the time and he's, like, it should be fixed. And eventually I just stopped being, like, it's actually not. Uh, yeah. So if a pipe explodes on us, that's on him.
1: My landlord is so responsive. Like the minute I like tell him something's going on, it's like within four hours, like someone is here fixing it. <laughs> That's amazing. And like when we had like fucking ants, it was like a weekend and he sent a guy within like an hour to like come deal. Like I assumed I was like, oh, I'm going to wait till Monday. But like that afternoon, someone was like spray in our apartment. I was like, oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> That's good. Um, The next thing we see basically after Michael Keaton drives alone for whatever reason to San Francisco is two straight people trying to buy a house.
1: <laughs> yes. And I was so confused. I had to pause the movie and like look up who these characters were <laughs> because I knew that the guy wasn't Michael Keaton. So I knew he was a different guy, mm-hmm. but the woman was Melanie Griffith, but I didn't know what she looked like. And she was just another blonde woman. And I exactly. thought it was supposed to be the same people. And I was so confused. That's so funny. Here's the thing is that Melanie
0: Griffith and the woman who
1: plays Michael Keaton's girlfriend
0: and... Um, They both have the 90s blonde woman haircut that they all had where it's like a little
1: bit like a poodle. Yeah. It's like she's only blonde hair. Yeah. Um, She's (laughs) she's just a floating wig actually. And nothing else. So I was like, who are you? Um,
0: But they're trying to (laughs) they are trying to buy this house and they're like, it's too expensive. But then there's like two apartments that they're renting for like a lot of money.
1: Oh, I looked it up. Yeah. There's an IMDb thing so in the movie in. yeah it, in the movie it was seven hundred forty nine thousand dollars for the building yes which in 2021 money translates to 1.5 million dollars that makes sense that makes sense like a huge apartment or i guess it, it, the whole building a huge building in san francisco yeah. very expensive and so like the one thousand dollar monthly rent in 1990 is the equivalent of two thousand dollars in 2021 basically but it's for
0: a studio i don't know that seemed steep to me
1: (laughs) well yeah it is but
0: yeah and then the one bedroom is like 1300 then which is like 20 some i don't know 2,100, 20-something. I don't know. It just seemed wrong to me. Yeah. Um. So these fucking people are, char- but they basically charge exorbitant rents to help them pay off the mortgage on the house.
1: Yeah. And they're like really excited to rent out the apartments and swindle people out of their money. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, oh my jazzed. God,
0: it's going to be great. They're like, we only have to pay so much of our mortgage because these other fucking people are going to be paying for it, basically. It's weird. Um, and they have other jobs. I don't know what the fuck the guy does. His job is like working in a kite sweatshop
1: oh yeah <laughs> you're so right it's the fucking kites yeah he, he works in a kite factory and she is a horseback riding instructor
0: yeah but he's like they're like filling out like applications to like buy the house yeah and it's like occupation and she's like, what do I put? And he's like, equestrian? And she's like, that sounds too pretentious. But I'm like, you're not an equestrian.
1: You're like a like, horseback riding that-
0: instructor. Yeah, like, if, is, doesn't an equestrian, like, compete? I don't fucking know.
1: Uh, like, an equestrian is a professional horseback rider. It's so like, I guess she is that. But I, yeah, if that that's sounds true. too yuppy. just say you're an instructor.
0: Yeah, and also, like, I'm sorry. I, like... We watch all these movies with these women characters that are written horribly. Uh huh. And that's not our fault, but it still feels unfeminist of me to like call this woman an idiot. But here's the thing she has this great line where he's like, like what kind of building and she goes it's a wooden building and he's like <laughs> really funny. no no that's not what they mean and she's like no it's a wooden building with
1: windows <laughs> like i mean to be fair like of all the characters in this movie she's the <laughs> one i like
0: oh yeah she's the only tolerable person she just also has these moments where
1: she has like no brain between her ears oh no i got a big one later she's just like a fucking moron sometimes <laughs> there, but, yeah <laughs> well, i think i know exactly what you're talking <laughs> yep. about um anyway oh and so their names are drake and patty i feel like i should say now or else i'll be confused
0: drake goodman and patty palmer which is funny because they call her miss palmer the whole fucking time yeah and i was like leland laura yeah because i'm insufferable but in the fucking um credits she's credited as like patty parker or something like this movie was slapped together in two days it's so weird it's so weird she's the main character she's like the top build (laughs) And they get her name wrong in the credits. Her character's name is just not right in the fucking credits. Anyway, There's so
1: much I don't understand about this. I don't know movie, if I'm like... right.
0: That is an IMDb trivia fact. I was not paying attention to the credits cuz I was seething with rage that I had to watch the movie. I turned it off the minute it ended, so I didn't see any of the credits. So, I don't know. Somebody fact check us on that, I guess. I guess we could fact check. Anyway, they they like fill out these applications and they like kiss cuz they're in love and whatever. And I think they fuck.
1: Yeah, cuz so Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to mention they find a stray cat and like take it. Oh, yeah. But That's also not important because like nothing ever really happens with the cat. Yeah, the cat's like vaguely useful, but like I think not not really. really. It's so weird. So they get their cat, they get their house and then Patty says, I'm pooped, which is already a weird thing to say. But she like tries to say it in a sexy way. And, he's, and then yeah, they and pounce he's like, on each other on the floor yeah and
0: he's like oh you're tired we should fuck and she's like yeah she like, just, like
1: sprawls out like on the floor and like yeah and
0: then one of them goes i'm so comfortable i'm like yeah. you're on the ground
1: i literally i don't know what it is like i swear i'm not approved like i'm very sex positive but the sex in this movie is so gross
0: <laughs> it's no i'm so, like i'm so sorry that i'm about to say this out loud but it's cringe like it just it is, is. So they fuck and then the house becomes their house.
1: Right. That's how that's how you sign a lease in San Francisco. <laughs> <to serve laughs> sex on the floor. Um
0: all the San Fran gays are the San Fran the Frisco, excuse me, the Frisco gays are like, "Yeah!" Uh
1: so the next morning they're getting the apartment ready to like show it to people and look at new mm-hmm. tenants and yes. Uh what's his name? Drake. Drake. <laughs> Drake is taking out the trash and he meets their neighbors who appear to be a gay couple a uh, vintage San Fran gaze, if you will. And I immediately thought, Oh fuck, they're going to die. But surprisingly nothing happens to them at all. We may not even see them again and nothing, nothing consequentially really happens to any of the side characters and hardly to any of the main characters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's I, well, I guess this is spoilery, but I it's not a bad spoiler to put out there. I, at the like one of my last notes was, I'm shocked. We got through this movie without a, without a rape. Or even like a, a rape attempt. Like, I was shocked yeah, that didn't come into the picture. Yeah, I feel the like picture. they really
1: wanted to. They did. I Did mm-hmm. you read
0: this in the IMDb trivia? Was it about them
1: making, they wanted the character to be bi?
0: Yeah, they wanted to make Michael Keaton a bisexual rapist. And then I guess that got vetoed by probably Michael Keaton.
1: I'm very glad they took that out. Uh, me also. Um, because holy shit, fuck you. Um, <sighs> they wanted him to be bi so bad. <laughs> they did. 'Cause then he could hit on both of them and it would be so scary.
0: Yeah, so scary for men to be in love with men. Like I get that sexual violence is is frightening. Yeah. But just be more creative. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge people to be more fucking creative than that.
1: So they're trying to find the right tenants for their apartments. And this is like identical to a a scene in single white female. Have you seen it Tara? Oh
0: shit. No, I haven't.
1: It's identical to a scene in single white female where she's looking for a roommate and it's just like a revolving door of varying degrees of offensive stereotypes of (laughs) people. Love that.
0: Yeah. It's very much like Goldilocks and the three. It's very much like,
1: no, like.
0: Too black, too gay, yeah. like yeah. just right. That's it literally sucks. The scene <laughs> in
1: single white female.
0: That's really funny.
1: Um, but it happens again here. Yeah, uh, we meet a black man named Mr. Baker who wants to rent the studio apartment.
0: Um, yeah, and
1: he gets upset because Patty is insisting he goes through a credit check, and he thinks he's being racially profiled. Yeah, which perhaps he is. We will learn yeah. later. Well, okay, we'll get there. But uh, yeah. She explains as part of the application that everyone has to fill out, and the tension diffuses. Mm-hmm. And I promise this is all important later. Is what no, I'm mentioning that's so thing. many details?
0: Because I I was like, hmm, are we about to be very racist right now? Um, and it was only Save it minor. For later. That's the th- yes. <laughs> That's the thing that's interesting, though, is because I like couldn't tell if this movie was being racist or trying to stand up to racism. I and I don't. Trying,
1: they're like, well, Patty's not racist, so yeah,
0: I don't. It was like weird. I don't but know. But he also has a line where he's like, "Sorry, like I well, yeah, he's like, sorry, like, I, I, I get the runaround a lot," and I yeah. was like, "Oh, that hurt." I, right. But Like, yeah, that's fucking exactly what happens. But they do have a bunch of other people looking at the apartment, and it is another pair of San Francisco gays. Oh um,
1: yeah, and, but like they're goths is like the problem like, oh yeah about them being gay it's because they want to paint the walls black <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i forgot about they're that They're like Holy oh shit. god no
1: <laughs> yeah like, all right i mean why does it matter to you if they paint the walls you don't live there yeah and also like this apartment that they're showing is so ugly like they yeah. painted every surface white and it's like white curtains and all white appliances and it's just it's horrible, horrible on the eye so yeah. I'm like, yeah let them paint it you made it ugly
0: literally it's exhausting I mean, black
1: would also be ugly to be yeah, Frank. that's true. Like, to have, like, all um, white and, like, black walls would be very jarring to the eye. But... It would be. That's not a reason to not rent it to them.
0: Exactly. And th- but then there's this, like, couple with a kid, and the kid has, like, a toy car, and he <laughs> runs it along the wall, and somehow it leaves this giant, like, streak where the yeah. wheels are.
1: Yeah. He fucks up those white walls.
0: Like, did he paint the wheels of his toy car immediately before coming? Like, <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. Um, but eventually... This Japanese couple shows up. Yes. um, And of course, they speak barely any English.
1: Well, here's the thing about that is that they don't speak English except they are fluent in English and like talk to Drake in English. Yeah, it's weird. But then sometimes... I mean, it's just racist. It's just racist what it is. But I have to mention that every time the Watanabe's are on screen the movie plays racist music is the only yes. way I can describe it. Cause if I were to mimic the music, it would be offensive. Yeah. Like it's fake Asian music is what it yeah. is. It's like fucking exactly what you would expect. Pretty yeah, just, much. Just imagine, imagine racist Asian music and that's what it is.
0: Yep. Um. So let's, let's hit on some things that we've gotten so far that are in every movie we've ever watched. Yeah. Monkeys, San Francisco, racist music. <laughs> or like people being racist about music. It it's it's never ending and I hate it so much. The big 3. The Watanabe's move in. Mm-hmm. Um and they have like a lot of they like come to move in kind of early and somehow Drake and Patty like don't know about it.
1: Yeah, I can't I
0: I don't know. It's like so stupid. And they're like, oh, sorry, we're here so early. I'm like, did nobody communicate about like when they were? How are they getting inside? Like, did they just show up and be like, hope they're home?
1: (laughs) It seems like Patty and Drake frequently leave the front door unlocked. Yeah. Just for anyone to waltz in.
0: Drake like comes downstairs like wrapped in a blanket and he's like, hello.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Drake also does the classic thing of like screaming at them as if talking louder will make them speak a language that they don't speak even though they they do (laughs) they're sometimes fluent in english yeah just confusing and racist and a lot
0: but they move in and they have like a lot of people helping them move in and fucking drake is like i hope these people aren't all moving in with you yeah and but everyone on their way in and out is stepping on this piece of paper which like i don't know how i didn't realize what this was
1: i didn't realize until later either It would have been really clear to know what it was if there had just been like a shot of Mr. Baker leaving his application at the door. Yes, that would have been so helpful.
0: But I guess they wanted it to be like a twist.
1: But then I was just like, I don't know what the (sighs) fuck. I know that paper was supposed to be significant because we zoomed in on it on the bottom of that guy's shoe, but I don't fucking know what it is, so. It's exhausting. Um, But another important thing that happens (laughs) when they're moving in is Patty is throwing up, so she's pregnant. (gasps) Yeah, yep. Because no no woman is sick in a movie like this without being pregnant. No, exactly. Um. Also, it's going to be a spoiler, but I want to say this early on. Huge trigger warning oh. for pregnancy loss and miscarriage. Yeah. In a, it's not good. It's not. It, no, I'll, it, I'll say trigger warning again before we start talking about it. So if you want to fast forward or just like bail from the episode completely, that'll be. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you your sign because it's terrible. Yeah, it's, I was actually really upset. Yeah. But we're going to get there. I just yep. wanted to just brace we'll yourselves to- now. Yeah. No. So sorry. In. Sorry for spoiling so early on, but <laughs> no, good listen. Lord. No, that's I want important you all to know.
0: Yeah. No. Cause we didn't, Ooh. uh, Cause
1: we did not. <laughs> I hated it. Okay.
0: Basically. So the Watanabe's move in, um, to the apartment and, and definitely at some point, someone's like the I'm sure. Which sucks um and michael keaton is just like threateningly driving
1: towards the house yes and his like fancy fancy car i don't yeah. know what kind it is don't ask me
0: oh wait do ask me in approximately three minutes okay the car is a 1977 porsche 911 there you go or probably 911 i don't know
1: so he drives up in his car to, to look at the studio apartment and like, of course, they're so willing to waive the credit check for him when he like has some made up issue that he can't go through the credit it's check because bullshit. of his job.
0: But um, so he like drives up to the house and he's like, "Oh, I want to rent the studio apartment," and he can't do the, he's, he he says he can't do the credit check. But Patty's not there because she's upstairs vomiting. And fucking what's his not... Drake is like, oh, of course we'll waive the fucking credit thing. Because he waves a bunch of money in his face, basically.
1: And he makes this big show of like looking through his wallet and having like oodles of cash. (laughs) Yeah. Like a million hundred dollar bills. i only got $2,900 on me. And like, I rolled my eyes back so hard. I almost blacked out.
0: No. When he did that, I went, fuck you.
1: Like I feel like even if I was Drake and I didn't have the context of the beginning of this movie, this is still so obviously just like a show and like such clearly such bullshit. He's being so shady.
0: It's so fucking obvious. It's, actually painful but
1: drake's an idiot so whatever yeah drake
0: is the stupidest motherfucker alive
1: honestly <laughs> Honestly,
0: um, but basically he is very turned on by money <laughs> carter's wads and wads of cash
1: My Carter's wad, that's the episode title carter's wad carter's
0: wad <laughs> afsa fucking lily um but then i don't know if he's saying it to carter but he admits to somebody that not only is He not married to Patty, but they've never lived together before. And now they are business partners.
1: (laughs) Really weird. I'm dying to know how long they've been together. Is that something they say?
0: No, because the craziest fucking shit happens when she tells him she's pregnant, but that doesn't happen for a while. So I have to (laughs) hold on to my dick for a minute. (laughs) Sorry, let me rephrase. I have to hold on to my butt.
1: But like, it seems like they can't have been together very long. No,
0: there's no way. Or they have a terrible relationship, which is also possible. So basically, um, Michael Keaton finishes like metaphorically seducing Drake because he can't really seduce him because we're afraid of bisexual people. He
1: can't be an evil bi.
0: That's true. Yeah, I'm glad he's not an evil bi, but I'm also like, hey.
1: <laughs> I get that.
0: On behalf of other evil bisexual people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically a random white man shows up and says just so much bullshit and drake is like i trust and believe everything this man says implicitly
1: right so he's talking to patty about who they're gonna give the apartment to and he really wants to give it to carter and patty's like well what about mr baker um and they're talking about how they never got his application and if you'll allow me um (laughs) what drake says i wish i could describe tara's face right now but i can't it's like indescribable pain (laughs) So uh, the thing is, um, what Drake um, says about this is um, he says, quote, maybe he's one of those minority scam artists, end quote. And I just screamed, I knew it. I smelled it coming a mile away. This fucker is a racist. It's so fucking crazy. And Patty's kind of like, what? And then he goes, well, it's not a racial thing. Yeah. It's just common sense. I and- I am exploding.
0: <laughs> he literally is like, I'm not racist. I'm just right. Which is insane. Insane <laughs> in the membrane. But it also definitely has the feel of like the moment she finds out her boyfriend is a racist. And she's yes. like, uh, but she doesn't do anything about yes. it because it's 1990. So that sucks. Anyway, also he's like, this man's got references. And I really just wanted there to be like a cut... To a scene of Michael Keaton sitting in front of, like, eight burner phones on a
1: table, just answering them in, like, different accents, like, hello? But then he pivots from being a racist to gaslighting his girlfriend, being like, you spoke to Carter weeks ago. And she's like, I've never met him. And he's like, no, I think you did. He's like, why would he lie? It's like, he's white. Why would he tell a lie to me? He had $2,900 in his wallet. Why would he lie?
0: So anyway, it's Drake's only white friend on the island.
1: (laughs) I mean <laughs> the island of San Francisco, the only white men are Drake and Michael Keaton.
0: After Drake has done gaslighting um Melanie Griffith, we immediately cut to um Mr. Watanabe just doing Tai Chi in the Pouring Rain. Um and the racist music is playing to be sure. Oh, it sure is. This is the first time I even noticed it, which is kind of embarrassing.
1: i mean Um, they they really play it like kind of quietly like they don't want you to hear it like they're embarrassed (laughs) by being racist i was literally too busy
0: frantically writing down every stupid thought that entered my head until right now when nothing was happening for like a split second and then i was like you're kidding right but they weren't
1: because like it would be one thing if he was like just on his balcony doing tai chi like sure like yeah like whatever people People do do tai chi yeah but then to like add the racist music on top of it it was just so much
0: Oh, but basically it's raining and they're like going around, like fixing leaks and stuff. Yeah. And I think they just go down there and they're like, oh, hey, the studio apartment. No, they go inside. Yeah. And Michael Keaton's just in there with like a thousand phone books.
1: Yeah. He he moved in. He's already moved in without letting them know. He's just in there. He was like, oh, the door was open a little. So I just came in. Ew.
0: Yeah. Like, holy fucking shit. Also, lock your door.
1: And because Patty goes down there because she hears hammering noises, and so yeah. she like asks him, "Were you hammering something?" And he's like, "No." And so the second man to gaslight her.
0: Yeah, I literally was like, "So, uh, hey, there's a compulsive liar in the house."
1: Yeah, although that's not really gaslighting because she—I don't think she believes him for a second. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe he's trying to, but he does not succeed. Well, and then he tries to distract her by, like, complimenting her and her light fixtures. Oh, yeah. And what he says is, you have nice taste, but the way he says it, he, like, slurs his words a little. And I thought he said tits. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, nice tits. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> um. Anyway, they have their little chit chat. Um, And I, I
0: think she just kind of leaves after that. And the yeah. door shuts. Uh, And then I guess later somebody comes back because, oh, because she leaves and the hammering starts again, I think. Yes. And as soon as like whichever fucking one of them walked down the stairs, I went, that door is going to be locked. And it was so very locked. And it's about to stay really locked for a long time.
1: (laughs) Because the tea is, some time has passed, and they haven't gotten Carter's money. They haven't gotten any of his money at all. Yes. And also now he has like a friend living there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and this guy's just like his little personal doorman.
1: Well, yeah, because it seems like Carter's never home. There's always this fucking guy there with like just, goggles
0: on. Yeah, and, he's and like, there's
1: always construction noises coming from inside. Yeah, and he
0: always opens the door on like a third of his face, and he's like, "Hey." Yeah. Carter's not home
1: yeah. <laughs> he's got his little goggles and he's
0: always wearing fun shirts I'm obsessed with Which, him to
1: be fair maybe he is home and he's just saying yeah he's not, he's probably... but like it's it's the vibes are off here
0: yeah also the man's name is Greg I want to mention Greg. that because I care about him a lot also at one point they go to the bank I think to take out a loan because they can't afford the mortgage now because Carter hasn't paid the money Yeah. and the bank teller just has like Garfield on her desk so Chris Pratt <laughs> don't think no. you're getting away without without a little hate corner on he's this in one every movie
1: he is he's in every film ever made but then one night the Watanabe's knock out the power while hanging up they're hanging a picture frame and like they yeah. hit a wire with a nail which is like such a fear of mine anytime I'm hanging up anything in my apartment I'm like I'm gonna hit a wire and electrocute myself
0: also I feel like that shouldn't be able to happen is that common it shouldn't
1: I mean it can yeah. like, in old buildings especially like okay not yeah. happen right. but like Mr. Watanabe is right when he's like um this is fucked up that shouldn't have happened like I can sue you for that
0: god right and they go down to fix it
1: down into the basement or is it a basement or a garage because there's a car in there <laughs> but I feel like it's a basement I think you know what it is because I think it's like because
0: it's it's like on like a, a hill sort of and the garage is like built into the hill so it is a basement but it's also the fucking garage
1: it's their yeah. driveway and the garage and their basement
0: yeah like their garage is a basement garage I guess um, but basically, um, they, they like run down to the apartment cause the whole building loses power when that happens. Um, and what's his face? Oh, I'm going to forget his name every five fucking seconds. Drake.
1: I literally, I kept writing like Dean, Dave. <laughs> like I couldn't remember his name.
0: I'm just like Michael Moe, Dean. <laughs> I just kept, I started writing guy at one point. I was like, I guy. <laughs> um, but Melanie Griffith, whose name I also keep forgetting, Patty, Patty runs into the basement. And, like, she throws the power a couple times, and we see Michael Keaton sitting in the car, (laughs) just fucking staring at
1: her. Yeah, it's weird.
0: And then, like, we go back to her fucking around with the power, and then we go back to him, and he's
1: just twirling a razor blade around his fingers. Yes, and this, I mean, like, not this specifically, but this is when this specific thing bothered me so fucking much, is that, like... I just don't get his whole deal. No, exactly. I was freaking out about this. Like, what's wrong with him?
0: They don't explain it. Yeah. Like, what is his thing? They're just like, something's
1: wrong. Like, he has a razor blade. Like, what's the what's with the razor blade? He never... It
0: doesn't come back.
1: But he's always, like, playing with it. I'm like, what is that for? What's his drive? I don't understand him. No, he
0: has none. This is, again, I was talking to Chris, and I was like, this is, like, the whole, like, trying to understand him is, like, the fucking Key and Peele sketch where that guy's, like... He's like, what is that? And the guy's like, I know that's a really beautiful woman, right? And he's like, no, I really don't know what's under there. (laughs) And he's like, well, it's her vagina, man. And he's like, her what? And he's like, you know, like her reproductive organs. And he's like, or maybe there's just a little face down there. (laughs) Like, it's literally like we don't know what's wrong with Michael Keaton. What is
1: he? I don't get it. Absolutely nothing. He's just sitting there like to scare her and then drives away. Yeah, like...
0: Anyway, yeah, he doesn't do anything, and I don't, like, she sees him down there, and she's like, hey, what the fuck? But she never notices the razor blade, I don't think, which, like, no, I why guess would that's... you? Because why yeah. is he holding a razor blade in between it's his fingers? It's so goddamn weird. It's weird. Maybe he's, like, flirting with danger or something. Like, you know when people do that thing where they, like, slam the screwdriver between their fingers? I don't when, know.
1: When they put the killing thing between their teeth, <laughs> but don't allow it to do the killing. <laughs> but, okay, so Drake is just, like, stomping around being angry at his job at the kite factory... <laughs> And then,
0: (laughs) oh, and he's like screaming at people on the, this is the thing that drives me insane. I'm sorry, I almost dropped my microphone in my rage. (laughs) They're infected with rage. This movie infected me with rage.
1: (laughs) Honest to God.
0: But he's like screaming at these bankers on the phone because they're like, yeah, we don't have a Carter Hayes on our books. And he's like, what do you mean? Of course you do.
1: Like, Like dude, except the fact that you're being had.
0: Like he's going to bat so hard for his only white friend on the island. It's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep making that joke. Melanie Griffith says like the craziest shit in the world because oh,
1: yeah, he leaves his job at the kite factory to go to Patty's job at the horse palace <laughs> to be grumpy to her at work now exactly
0: but it's so funny because she and another instructor are, like there's like these like kids circling them on horses and she goes um and like and what do we say and they all go we're the boss and she goes <laughs> and why are we the boss and they go because we're smarter and I'm like that's a bad, weird way to think about horses. I don't think that's why
1: you're the boss of the horse.
0: Yeah, like it's basically because we have opposable thumbs. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, it was just weird, be like, these stupid animals. Like, I just like yeah. I don't like that perspective on horses anyway.
1: <laughs> so they're talking, and she's so pregnant and she's being so weird about it. <laughs>
0: like, oh yeah. Um, because he's like, oh, you can't he's like we should have a drink and she's like I don't really want to have a drink and he's like why and she's like because I'm going through changes
1: like she doesn't say it like she does this thing that like I hate this trope so much of her just being like oh geez like you know I haven't been able to shake this flu I wonder what could be wrong and I'm like who in their right mind in this situation, like wouldn't just take a pregnancy test. Like if you're in like a relationship with someone and like having a lot of penetrative sex with someone. Yeah. And like you get sick, you throw <laughs> up sometimes during the day. Wouldn't you like think to take a test literally? And you have no other flu symptoms, right? Like you just throw up sometimes and like go about your day. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you go? Hmm. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. And she's like,
0: I went to the doctor and like, cause I couldn't seem to shake this flu. And he's like, Oh no. And she's like, but it wasn't the flu and then does not continue. And I was like,
1: girl, tell him. It's like, so dumb. It's so stupid. And like, it's just unbelievable suspense building for like, a f- no like reason. Five seconds worth of payoff. It's so dumb. <laughs> except the payoff is non-existing because it's the,
0: well, except there's a huge payoff because it's the funniest line I've <laughs> ever heard. Really of my good life. Payoff. But um, there's one thing I have to say before that is that he's like talking about how stressed he is about Carter Hayes. And she's like, Oh well, like, I can get on him or something. Like she offers to help, and he's like, "No!" <laughs> like yeah. And like I know it's because like men are so insecure and everything, but there was something so funny about him being like, "Fuck you! Don't you dare offer to help me or support me right now!" Oh my God! Should we roleplay? Can we say it together? Can oh, we do yeah. it?
1: Wait, I'll be Patty, okay? Okay. I'm Patty. or Drake. Please. Um. So, uh, for context, I've just been telling you about the flu I couldn't shake and how I went yes, to the yes. doctor. The doctor says I'm pregnant. Congratulations. End of scene. Like end of scene. He says congratulations and that's it. And they don't they don't fucking talk about it. They don't talk about it. That's it. Can you imagine? Like congratulations? You're
0: not telling some random person that you slept with that they got you pregnant. You're telling your business partner and live-in <laughs> boyfriend. Like wh- wh- what? What? Like, it's outrageous like this is very much the equivalent of being like oh i'm into you and someone going like thank you not even that like i love you thank, thank you. you it's that
1: but just like zero affect like no emotion on his face just congratulations yeah. like what there were so many times where
0: like i just wished that dennis christopher was playing this part because he's also Ugh. a cute little blonde <laughs> yeah he, he was is. doing bigger and better things um he was perhaps. in the it miniseries this year yeah he was but, like, I don't know. Can you imagine him doing this? He would have been, like... Like, he would have just put something on it. He would have it done was, something it with it. It would have it. been good. He would have sang running up that hill. To <laughs> he would um, have. Dennis Christopher Guest on the Pod. I love you. <laughs> Basically, they go home um, to, like, fuck with Carter's shit some more. I mean, justifiably, but, you know. And in the least shocking uh, revealed detail ever, he has changed the locks
1: yeah to the
0: apartment because i think they hear hammering again and he's like i know you're the in
1: there are complaining about all yes, the noise
0: rightly so yeah <laughs> yes and he like that's the thing too because i think this is one of the first times they like really no 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 they speak a lot of english during the wire hit they thing, do so never fucking mind They speak but yeah no primarily like, english Mr. Watanabe, like, shows up and he's like, yeah, every time I knock, I, like, I hear the hammering, I knock, it stops, and then when I walk away, it starts again. Like, it's, I don't know, just, like, very easily explains what's going on, because yeah. he's fucking bilingual anyway. Um, Yeah, I know, it's so funny, because they're, like, drilling this time, and there's this really great shot of Michael Keaton and his buddy Greg, like, stacked on top of each other like Scooby-Doo, like, drilling. Yeah. And they, like, listen to see when um, the man who isn't Dennis Christopher and Patty leave. And like this, also Drake starts like losing his shit. I think.
1: Yeah, he's so mad about him changing the locks. He like goes down to the basement and turns off his heat. Which I'm oh, like, oh, does that already happen? Yeah, that's right now. Holy and I'm shit. like, in San Francisco, he's fine. Like you don't you don't need heat in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, but I think he also turns off his like whole all of his electricity too. So that's a problem. Yeah. Um. And he like does a little dance about it. did you see that he like does a little celebratory dance so right but like yeah like you can't do that you can't do that you can't shut off your tenants heat and electricity because you're mad at them well and because you can't do that carter calls the cops on yes drake yes 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 and like this is a tough situation because like i am not often on a landlord's side and, like, Drake is handling this very badly, but also, like, Mike Michael Keaton's being a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just... he's being the worst. <laughs> it's just... I mean, he,
0: he moved in and did pay, he didn't pay no money.
1: Right, because then they're saying, He's squatting.
0: Like, he's squatting. He has squatter's rights.
1: Oh, he can sue you for that. And I'm like, can a tenant sue their landlord if they haven't paid anything? Yeah,
0: squatter's rights. Really? I was talking to Chris about this because I was like, this seems, like, not the way America usually works. And she's like, right. no, yeah, like, the law is basically always on the landlord's side, except if you're squatting, which is crazy.
1: Because, like, my understanding is there are far more protections for landlords than there are for tenants. No, there are. Which is why, like, it can be and is such a predatory system. But, like, yeah, I feel like the lease can't be valid if you haven't paid anything at all.
0: Yeah, it's something because Laurie Metcalf is, like, this frog-obsessed lawyer, which is hilarious. Yeah. I was, like, frog lesbian. Like, not that that was a thing in the 90s, but he's chosen to occupy or something. No, maybe it's like to procure I fucking don't it doesn't matter. She's like, Yeah, he's squatting, so he has rights is basically what it is.
1: Because they um, hire Lori Metcalf as their mm-hmm. lawyer for this situation. And when they go into
0: the city to hire her, they like there's also like they have this weird like looking for a lawyer montage. <laughs> but when they're in the city there's this shoe shine guy and he's like, Doctor Shoe Love and I thought that was funny.
1: Yeah, that was something. Um, but
0: basically they don't really like, I think the Laurie Metcalf is like, oh, I have a fee of like $25 or something. Like though. We don't want to pay that. Yeah. Or maybe like 250. I fucking don't know. It's, Whatever, not it's not a lot. And they're like, we won't pay it. So they talk to their, their, their black friend who like is constantly giving them free legal
1: advice and yeah.
0: doing them favors. And they just are like that. They just use him f- for the plot in this movie. And I hate it.
1: No, literally like I, I wrote down, I was like, once again, I am asking why Patty is pregnant, which like we do find out later, but right now in this moment, it's like just so they can tell their friend from the Christmas shoes who I don't know why he's a character here.
0: He's from the Christmas shoes. He's
1: from the Christmas shoes.
0: Go off, sir. He's but He says this. I think it's him that says the phrase horse pucky.
1: Probably. I don't Somebody know. Somebody says
0: horse pucky,
1: which is a crazy thing
0: to say out loud. But they're at a Chinese restaurant, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like mad because it wasn't the Chinese restaurant scene from it, which is... I
1: usually am mad that I'm not watching the Chinese restaurant scene from it. I don't know. They're at some restaurant, Um, and
0: they're talking about like financial situations, and they're like going back and forth and talking about like, we can't do that, but you could try this, but you're not going to win, and blah, 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 and then out of nowhere, Melanie Griffith just goes, let a smile be your umbrella, and they're like, huh? (laughs) What are you talking about? And she's like, it's my fortune from my fortune cookie. And they're like, okay, (laughs) like it's so
1: funny this movie's so weird she just has
0: these random dumb bitch moments and like i'm sorry but it's so funny like, it's <laughs> it's funny yeah it's it hilarious so they're weird. like oh man this is really serious like you could really lose a lot of money in this and she's like let a smile be your umbrella and they're like what and she's like what i
1: wasn't listening like girl you own this building as well like,
0: this is really funny
1: so, like the gist of what's going on here is that Laurie Metcalf has been like, Okay, you have to be on your best behavior and not give this guy like any fuel to his fire he can use against you in court. And Drake is like, Right, okay, so I'm gonna do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carter builds them like a creepy miniature of, oh, the, of house the house that they live in. I as was a like, peace offering. <laughs>
0: Like it's totally creepy, but also in my stupid idiot brain, I was like, Oh my god, that's so good.
1: It, no, it's like literally it it is must really have good. have taken him so long to make. And like I think it's also like to cover up why there's so much construction noise. Like, I was gonna I was building say you a miniature. I was gonna say, I really want him to just have like seven
0: hundred of them. Yeah, and that's why he's constantly hammering. Exactly. He's like, he's just nice exactly. He's so like I'm just a miniatures enthusiast. Michael Keaton's alone in the apartment, right?
1: Yes. So he's sitting around in his apartment playing with his razor blades and also playing with his fucking roaches. Yes. There's just like a roach crawling around on his TV. You have got to be kidding me that there's roaches here. I was so upset. I was so upset. That's
0: another one. Somebody made this movie to fuck with us.
1: Someone made this movie just to be mean to you and me,
0: Tara. Literally. And I was like, oh, gross. He's going to cut the roach open on the TV with the razor. No,
1: no, he's just playing with the roach. And also the cat he stole. <laughs> and also the cat he stole. But then, so after we see him playing with his roach, Mrs. Watanabe discovers roaches in their unit. And so she runs up and tells Patty, hey, there's roaches in my apartment. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. So uh, an exterminator shows up and through some more potentially racist dialogue, maybe yeah! I couldn't really tell what he was getting at. No, but we
0: the craziest exterminator in the world shows up and he's just like airing all his weird like anti-german and anti-japanese maybe prejudice it's so weird
1: but the gist of what he's saying is that these roaches aren't like native or typical to san francisco like it's weird that these roaches are here
0: yes that's so true you're so right Um, And he's like, Um, oh,
1: these, these came in through the wall. So they're coming from your neighbor's unit, which like, duh. But this also made me a little hashtag triggered because this is exactly what happened to me in my last apartment was that my neighbor had roaches and then they came in through the wall to my unit and it was awful. Um, And so that made me upset to see. Unfortunately, I had a great time
0: during the scene, but it was because (laughs) the exterminator is so funny because he opens their kitchen cabinet to like take a look at the roaches, and there's like too many, and he goes, Holy shit, car reinforcements! Like, he's constantly monologuing to himself, Literally. and it's so funny. Like, it's very, it's giving very the zookeeper from Cat People that you guys don't know about because the Cat People episode is cursed. Right. But basically, there's a zookeeper and Cat People that just constantly sings this one little song <laughs> to himself, and it's very much the energy of the exterminator. From Pacific Heights
1: but just like the exterminator being like holy shit there's roaches here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
0: it's like so funny because he's like I I'll kill German roaches and Asian roaches and blah, blah, blah. but then he sees
1: some roaches and he's like oh god <laughs> he's horrified and like I was so upset because I was not prepared for these roaches like why would you ro-
0: be why, why are, are there
1: roaches there in this roaches movie here? This movie is a hundred different movies.
0: They literally want this movie. Literally, is like, oh, the roaches in your apartment aren't your landlord's fault; they're your neighbor's fault. Like, it's because this dude is like breeding
1: roaches in his
0: apartment. Is what's happening? Crazy. Well, I mean, there's reasons, but still, maybe that's
1: what my neighbor was doing. I don't know. She
0: also had a fluffy white cat. She's Michael Keaton. It was Michael Keaton in drag. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Keaton was deep in character for a sequel where he plays his own daughter.
1: I hope so. That would make it um, worth it. That
0: would actually be great. It was redi- I was like I was so I I well cuz okay, the moment I saw a single cockroach, I wrote in all capitals frantically, "Roach Fright Bug Movie." Like I couldn't remember the title of the segment, so I just called it "Bug Movie
1: <laughs> Creep Show Subtitle Bug Movie."
0: <laughs> uh anyway, this is the moment that Matthew Modine Drake. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that Matthew Modine's such an interesting name. And he plays yeah. Brenner from Stranger Things. He's sure the crazy does. experiment man. Oh, no. I'm wrong again. Are you? Because Anne shows up.
1: Oh, yeah. I just skipped over that because I feel like there's no reason for it.
0: No, it's so weird. But also, it, it's just really strange because Greg hears Anne Carter- and Patty. Carter's girlfriend. Yeah, Carter's. Sorry, Carter's girlfriend, Anne, who looks exactly like Patty. And it's hilarious she shows um, up she shows up and she's like cuz oh she's one of the fake references so of course she covers for him but she's also like hey where is he living now tell mm-hmm. me the exact address and i guess that drake does that yeah because like that's who he's on the phone with it's oh my god anyway she fucking shows up um and Gr- greg hears the argument that they're having yeah cuz patty's kind of like get out we don't like carter um, and he just, like, drags her into the apartment, to which Patty has almost zero reaction. And, like, right. I understand that she was arguing with this woman. But, like, no matter how much I didn't like someone, if a man that I didn't trust dragged a woman into an apartment that was always yes. locked, I would call the police.
1: And, like, that's it. Like, we don't ever see her in the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no follow-up on that. It's so weird. It's
0: so goddamn weird.
1: But then... <sighs>
0: I skipped 8 million plot details because this movie is incoherent. So that's why I skipped all the plot details when I was trying to remember what happens. Yeah. But Matthew Modine, a.k.a. Drake, is like, I'm going to spy on Carter because I think he hears him arguing with Greg. And so he goes into the basement and there's just like a giant missing slat in their floor, which like,
1: why? Into like a crawl
0: space. Yeah, and it's, like, I guess in the basement, the garage, I don't fucking know. It's very
1: logistically confusing, but he's in a crawl space near the unit.
0: And um, then he notices the cat. That's their cat, which, like... I think he only knows the cat is missing when he sees that the cat is somewhere it's not supposed to be. And he's like, oh shit, that's our cat.
1: Yeah, like I also didn't realize it was their cat until like much later there's a line where Patty's like, he took our cat. And I'm like, that was your cat? (laughs) Yeah, they like saw it outside and they were like, kitty, time to have
0: sex. And then they were like, this cat is ours now. (laughs) Literally. Um. Whatever. But he sees the cat, and then they, like, drop something, and, like, glass falls in him, and also
1: roaches fall on him. Fucking... More fucking roaches. Um, like, and he takes a little roach shower, and it's horrible. But I guess slightly more importantly than the roaches... Yeah, that's we true. We learn <laughs> through this dialogue that, like, this is just something that Carter does. This is, like, how he makes his money. Which is way too elaborate of a scheme to get money. Right? Like... Like
0: because i i don't know how to like i'm so angry i can't form a coherent thought but you know in parks and rec how john ralphio is like i got run over, run over by, by a Lexus like that's how the,
1: that's how you make your money like go to different states and right. get hit by cars or something like like find find apartments and then rent them and then just be fucking crazy and build <laughs> so them cool. elaborate miniatures and flirt with the girlfriend and breed roaches and just drill all night like what the ever loving fuck is and this fight with your goggles wearing boyfriend like, like that's way too long of a con for it to work out well for you
0: but then there's the thing too it doesn't matter like
1: oh my god <laughs> oh my god we'll get there <laughs> but basically um <sighs> sorry if we're being <laughs> incoherent but it's not our fault it's, it's really the movie. we can't
0: but yeah we have no other option but so um drake is devastated to learn That his only white friend on the island is, in fact, a white scammer.
1: Yeah. Um, Bummer.
0: So basically, like, Patty comes home and she's like, what's
1: wrong with you? And then he's like, (laughs) well, Patty comes home to him drinking a bunch of beers. Yes. Basically,
0: she's like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I heard I heard Carter admit that he's a scammer. And she's like, oh. And he's like, yeah. And then I had five beers about it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and he's just, like, surrounded by empty beer bottles to illustrate that he has, in one evening, developed a drinking problem. <laughs> it's just, like, so hokey and cheesy and lame. It's so crazy. But then also, like, they're like, oh, we can't do any." They're like, well,
0: that doesn't help us. I'm like, I think you hearing him admit he's a scammer, like, is a step in the right direction. Right. Like, they act like they can't do anything with that. And I'm like...
1: You kind of can. Like, I realize it's just he said, she said, but, like, it's not nothing. Well, and this, like, unrelated, too, but just him being surrounded by the beer bottles to, like, illustrate he has a drinking problem. It's unrelated, but it reminded me of A Star is Born, which is a movie I actually like. Like, I like that movie. Yeah, me too. one of the very first things you see is bradley cooper like downing a shot of something and then stumbling on stage i just remember being yeah. like oh jesus fuck this is gonna <laughs> suck because it's, it's just stuff like that that's like so on like the nose unsubtle. yeah right it's like look alcohol look at it yeah and it's just like and like that made sense because it was bradley cooper's first time directing a movie and like i think he actually did right very well for his first yeah, time but like it, that's one of those things that i'm like oh yeah this is his first time doing this yeah yeah which like john schlesinger this was not his first time doing this so i think right that was lame to just have him surrounded by beer bottles he made at least two hit 70s movies right and and also uh drake is like really drunk acting like so drunk it's like how in high school theater class when someone has to play drunk and they don't know how because they've never been drunk before they just get like loud and fall over
0: yeah oh my god it's crazy like i don't know not to be like this but like as someone who had five beers like not too long ago (laughs) right i was pretty good like yeah that's another thing like, I tripped over my words and then I was like, ah, oh, shit, sorry, and, like, corrected what I was saying and then, like, really drunkenly sang holly Holy" at karaoke <laughs> night and texted Riley about it. <laughs> Five um, beers doesn't, like, fall over and yell at your girlfriend. Yeah, it's like, do something kind of dumb and then be mad nobody was excited about it.
1: <laughs> Weird. So, after this, The Watanabe's are moving out because, of course, they are. Because it's
0: unlivable here.
1: Yeah. But now they're playing a sad, quiet version of the racist music underneath them moving out. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And then Patty is, like, guilt-tripping them for not wanting to stay. Yeah, and, like, oh, my
0: God. And Mr. Watanabe is, like, I'll try to pay the rest of the lease. Like, I don't know. This is costing us a lot of money, too. Like, I'm really sorry. And I'm, like, don't be sorry. These people made no effort to make your situation livable. Like, I know they're trying to kick him out, but mostly they're just being drunk and fighting and being the worst.
1: Like, as someone who I had roaches and the building wouldn't take care of it, and I panicked and I moved out... And I didn't even have like a razor blade man drilling in the middle of the night. Like <laughs> it was just the roaches. And I was like, see ya, cutting my lease and getting out of here.
0: Yeah, God. And the and she gets all passive aggressive once they're out there. She's like, Well, so much for that or something. It's and it's weird. like Yeah. And like I mean, yes, landlords only care about their tenants insofar as they are a source of income, but still I was like, be nice to the Watchanabis, they direct- they decorated. Yeah, (laughs) they decorated your ugly apartment so nice, and they were really understanding about all the garbage nonsense that you made them put up with. So then they go to court with Lori Metcalf, and um, obviously they the judge is like Carter's right, and he's perfect, and I love him. Yeah, and Lori Metcalf is like, wait a minute, can we postpone for a minute so I can like get my and the judge just like steamrolls the shit out of her. Yeah, which like I'm sure happens, but it was still like what. She was like, can I have 10 minutes? And he was like, no, I love Carter Hayes so much. He's also like, well, I see
1: you're on the schedule for two more cases today. So if you want those to go well, you might want to consider Uh, being done right now. You're so right. And she's like, "Okay." (laughs) The outcome of that is they have to reduce Carter's rent and pay his legal fees. Yeah. And it's just really funny to watch Drake freak out about this. Oh, but also,
0: yeah. And one of the main reasons is that he like did his little hissy fit with the cops and like, Shutting off his utilities, and Laurie Metcalf is like, Um, hey, why didn't you
1: fucking tell me about that? And Drake is like, I didn't think it mattered, <laughs> I didn't find it relevant. <laughs> Um, And then there's a conversation that Patty and Laurie Metcalf have together that I honestly don't remember the content of the conversation, but there is like a really long shot of the camera just fully circling them multiple times. They have this like crazy Regency
0: spin. It's amazing. It's
1: really fun and cool, but they also do have to do this really awkward blocking and like spin around each other at one point so Mm. the shot ends in the right place, which made me laugh, but i thought that shot was really cool overall. it was
0: really cool i was excited i was like regency spin regency spin which is like not really what it was but it was still awesome. fun oh yeah and so then like i guess they come home from court and Carter's just like blasting
1: death metal in the garage yeah. <laughs> and because drake loves fucking shit up he starts like smashing carter's car like immediately yeah. they get home from court and he's like i'm gonna punch the car <laughs> like it's so <laughs> stupid yeah, he, well, also, he almost fucking, like, clocks his pregnant
0: girlfriend with a fucking yeah. crowbar or a tire iron, I think. She's like, hey, stop. We're suing this man. You cannot destroy his car. Like, literally, what is going on in this apartment? It's crazy. Like, you you just can't destroy a man's car while you're in the middle of suing him is not a good call.
1: Not a good it's call. It's just not
0: legally sound. It's not.
1: That. It's not. laurie Metcalf would not recommend.
0: Yeah, as a lawyer, personally, I can not endorse this behavior. No. Um, as a bad bitch, however. <laughs>
1: okay. So Drake has a nightmare about roaches, as I often do. Um, and it's at this present moment I would like to reinstate our giant trigger warning, uh, because he wakes up to Patty screaming and experiencing a miscarriage. And just allow me to say, what the fuck was that for? No, it's really... Honestly, it just feels inappropriate. Like, why was she ever pregnant at all? Like, that was so exactly. unnecessary. It just feels yucky. Yeah. um, I
0: really hate that this happens. Um, it's so- it Ugh. And, like, the thing is, Melanie Griffith does a very good job of acting it, unfortunately, which right. like, it's just, like, very harrowing and, like, doesn't add anything to the movie. But like, the the implication is, and I didn't really even get this, and Chris kind of had to fucking explain it to me, is that the implication is that it's, like, stress-induced. Right. Um, And so, basically, like, he made her, well, I guess, I don't, I just.
1: <laughs> but, like, it's, uh, it's it's, I don't think, I don't think we needed that. We didn't, right.
0: I think this was basically they were like, oh, we're not going to include, like, assault trauma, so we're going to have, like, birth trauma. Like, I don't...
1: Yeah, it just fucking sucks. It just... It rubs me the wrong
0: way. It just feels like exploiting a woman's trauma for, like, the sake of, like, dramatic tension or something. It's just, like, there's no good reason for it. Not that there is a... No, but they don't explore it in a way that's nuanced or anything. It just it happens and it's sad. Yeah, it just
1: happens as like a plot point, and then the movie keeps exactly, going. Exactly, because like it's not like really this movie weird. is trying
0: to speak like to the trauma that people who have experienced miscarriages go through. Like, it's fucking garbage. And also, um, Drake does
1: not care. No, Drake does not give a fuck. It's like it's so fucked up the day they get back from the hospital. I think he like says to her, something was right about us before, like the day she had a miscarriage. He's like, why, why, why is our relationship weird right now? Like, what the hell? And this is where, how long have they been together? Like they can't have been together very fucking long. Like the first trying time that happens to them. He's like, what's happened to us? Like things used to be good. Like before anything bad ever happened to you
0: god and at some point he's like how do you feel and she's like i feel like lady Macbeth. there was so much blood and it's It's like weird oh cool so a man wrote this movie like
1: it's just fucking it rubs me especially the wrong way because later as in like soon drake is in the hospital for something and like their reactions to the other being in the hospital is so disproportionate it's crazy it's so weird and i hate it
0: and also like when she comes home we like see the blood on the sheets in her bed even though she's miscarrying in the
1: bathtub like, right. it's just awful. It's just, fuck. Just like, like the fact, like, like, Drake didn't, like, wash the sheets I'm like, or, like, take the sheets off the bed. No, he doesn't give a shit. Fuck this guy. He
0: literally just, like, shows up to the hospital and he's like, all right, pack your shit up. We're leaving. He's, he's like, like, we like, gotta go
1: yell at our tenant.
0: Yeah, literally. And then we just see, like, Michael Keaton's apartment holding, like, a bouquet of lilies and calling the cops. Yes. <laughs> Which, like, actually, I was kind of like, what's this guy about to fucking do? And
1: he is really about to fucking do something.
0: <laughs> like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, but yeah, no, but they're talking because after the miscarriage, they talk about their relationship and how it's terrible. And Melanie's like, I'm not happy. And she basically is like, I want to work on our relationship. And he's like, what do you want me to say to that? And I'm like, that you're willing to work on the goddamn relationship, buddy.
1: I bet they've been together five months, Max. Fucking probably. So Michael Keaton goes upstairs and lets himself in to offer his condolences to them. Because get this, you guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So- He heard the ambulance, so he called the hospital, and they told him what happened. You can't do that. You can't just, like, call the hospital and be like, hey, is my landlady there? Did she have a miscarriage? You can tell me. (laughs) You can tell me. (laughs) Well, also, because at this point, I was
0: like, well, that's absolute fucking horse shit.
1: But how else does he know?
0: No, yeah, like, the movie feels like, like, did he he go, I bet after they left, he probably ran in there and was like, oh, this looks like a miscarriage happened. Oh, yeah, but, like, the movie kind of heavily implies that Michael Keaton, like, really directly caused this miscarriage. Yeah. But, like, uh... it doesn't make any fucking sense. But also, he, like, hands her these flowers and he goes, nature can be so cruel sometimes. (laughs) Which is, like, a crazy thing to say to somebody.
1: Life uh, 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 finds a way.
0: Um, But this is the conversation I have with my roommate where I was like what is why did he fucking say because it almost feels like he's like blaming her like oh like it's natural like your body did this which I mean he is because he's kind of trying to subtly implant to them that he did not by stressing her the fuck out trigger this in any way but like he kind of did I guess.
1: Which is also still, like, a weird, like, first thing to think. be Like, oh, it's because my tenant is stressing me out so much that I miscarried. But, like, she later does
0: kind of start humming that, too. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, Michael Keaton says some, like, really weird, cryptic, insensitive thing, Mm -hmm. which is nature can be so cruel sometimes. (laughs) And then our good old Drake does what he does best. It just starts to beat the ever-loving fuck out of him. (laughs) Like, a lot. Like, it feels very uncalled for. No, it's crazy. It's It's a lot. It's crazy. I said when your plan works too well and your landlord fully kills you before the cops show up. Right.
1: Like, he slams his head into walls. They go flying down the stairs. They crash through the glass door. It's crazy. And like I'm pretty sure Patty gets shoved at some point She
0: does, she does Like she f- goes flying into a wall Like she just
1: miscarried, leave her alone Yeah
0: like literally, And the, oh god And the other fucked up thing that he says to her That Drake says to her Is the doctor even said we can try again in a couple weeks Oh
1: yeah, oh, hey, man. yeah.
0: hey man, fuck you and never Great talk idea, again Good idea
1: Drake, thanks Yeah,
0: crazy Anyway, so he's uh. beating the shit out of his tenant And also by accident his girlfriend a little bit Mm-hmm. like and then the cops come and they arrest drake and drake and patty are like you got the wrong
1: guy." and i'm like no they didn't
0: they don't like it's like it doesn't matter how quirky the reason right like right you just assaulted a man i don't care if he did deserve it like, like so
1: badly he did it's so insane
0: like here's the thing here's the thing he did. She goes, he didn't do anything. Like, I'm like, look at this guy. He absolutely did something.
1: He did so much. And like, I, st- I like I, it worked, but I feel like that was a really bold plan. <laughs> it was. Like, to be so sure he would physically assault you like that. I mean like granted, I guess with Drake you can assume
0: yeah, he's really got Drake's number. Like somebody I saw on Tumblr a thing that said
1: the way the
0: way that Miss Piggy reacts to misogyny and fat phobia is with physical violence. And I think we should all take a page out of our book.
1: And Drake took a page.
0: Drake really did except that he reacts to any minor or major inconvenience <laughs> with physical violence. He really does. He's scary. Unless it comes to his girlfriend and then he reacts with complete
1: and total apathy. With like barely barely like stopping himself physical violence is what it is.
0: Complete un. Uncont- he was infected with rage, Riley. He is
1: infected with rage. He's the rage monkey. So right now I feel really bad for Patty because she has to go home alone because Drake cannot go with her because michael keaton has a restraining order against him which like fair but okay okay this drove me fucking crazy why why can't patty go with drake why can't because he's staying at their friend from the chinese restaurant's house
0: yeah because their friend who they only ever go to when they fucking need something yeah by the way um also though when they're at prison (laughs) Because um, Patty goes trying to, like, bail him out or something. And Laurie Metcalf's like, they're not going to let him out. Like, he's going to sleep here. And as they're leaving, she stops Laurie Metcalf and she's like, I had a miscarriage. And Laurie Metcalf just goes, I know. And says nothing else. Yeah,
1: like... It's just, like, weird. Like I can't even get into it. I
0: no, it's just, like, nobody will offer this girl any sympathy for what she's just gone through. And it's infuriating.
1: It's weird. Like, I almost feel
0: like the movie is, like, you shouldn't care. You know? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I Yeah, it's oh my god I don't know this movie really was like we're going to include like incredible trauma and we're not going to even a little bit address it unless we need to use it as like woman pain but yeah no it it makes no sense that she doesn't go to their friend's house
1: I don't get it it's like, so weird it, it, like you, the only other person in this house is a man who you think probably rightfully so is dangerous
0: yeah and like absolutely. that's so unsafe
1: like why fuck this house why do you have to be there it's crazy it's crazy there's no no good reason and the movie doesn't give us a good reason and it just doesn't make sense
0: yeah no it makes absolutely no goddamn sense and also while um (laughs) while drake is at their friend's house he's like don't burn the house down because his um their friend is like setting something on fire in the kitchen to cook for him and i'm like um hey buddy you're on thin fucking ice
1: i know But then Carter calls Patty to hit on her, basically. And also to, like,
0: just not say anything into the phone for a minute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just to be real fucking creepy. And then so she turns on all the lights and, like, loud music. And then (laughs) then she finds that the diorama is back with a note for her on it. Yeah. Oh, and then we get the funniest transition in the world. So it's from her, like, finding this diorama and, like, being so scared. And then we cut to Drake and their friend in the kitchen in his apartment, like, cooking and having so much fun and setting right. shit on fire.
0: <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, can you imagine, like, staying over someone's house because you just assaulted a man almost to the point of death? And then being like, don't burn your own house down, stupid.
1: And, like, like, like two days after your girlfriend had a miscarriage. Yeah, just having a like grand you have, just, time. you have just lost a child. And he, he just got like arrested today. Fuck. He it's doesn't so give weird. A single fuck. He only cares about Michael Keaton. It's so weird.
0: I, I feel like this is like the like the aborted bisexuality thing <laughs> where like he kind of is like yeah, a little honestly. in love with him or some shit. I don't even know.
1: Well and his his not to keep talking about the miscarriage, but I'm No gonna, no no, you should. But it's so fucking weird because they, they had the briefest of conversations about whether or not they're going to keep the baby, yeah. where, where Patty's like, well, I don't have to be pregnant, like being like, hey, like, let's talk about this. Like, if we don't want to have a baby, let's do something about it. And he's like, no, we need to have this baby and then doesn't give a fuck when she has a miscarriage. He's like, I won't lose you. I won't lose this child and I won't lose this
0: house. And I'm like, hey, buddy, it seems like you only care about one out of those three of those things. And it's the fucking house. Like, oh, my it's God. It's so weird
1: but then patty calls drake and he brings up the fact that she should come and stay with him Because like ostensibly this man he's staying with is their friend and like why he would not be willing to take in both of them under these circumstances but she says no with no explanation
0: also she calls him up and she's like visibly upset or audibly upset and he's like what's wrong and she's like "Uh, nothing which like i mean i get why she wouldn't want to tell him anything important then because don't call he just him right like cuz that's the thing too like he's having a jolly old time and she's like i don't <laughs> want to ruin it like with me and my downer self it's like hey girl um no ruin his day fuck him it's so weird it's absolutely fucking insane basically drake's like for once actually does something remotely smart and is like i'm going over there anyway
1: yeah
0: and um patty's like tootling around the apartment Or taking a nap or something. I don't know. I think we don't even see what she's up to. And then Drake goes back into the apartment. And then um, Michael Keaton pops out and pulls a gun on Drake. Yeah. And he says two excellent lines. One of which is, you're a very brave and stupid man. True. (laughs) And then also Drake's like, "Uh, but I just want to see Patty. Like, let me up there. And he's like, but you're breaking the law, Drake. While just fully holding a loaded gun in his face. It's
1: amazing. Oh, and then he just, and then he shoots him in the arm. He shoots him in the arm. twice. He shoots him. He hits the ground. And then he plants a crowbar in his arm, which looks very, very bad. Yes. Um, So Drake wakes up in the hospital. Patty's there fawning over him, losing her mind. She decides she's going to do something about all of this. And good news for her. They're able to evict Michael Keaton the next day because he hasn't paid for X amount of days. And the dad from Bill and Ted shows up to evict him
0: that's so cool i didn't know who that was there's he's not the process server but he he comes to a victim like officially um and then i don't know if it's him but somebody introduces appointed locksmith manford bagel is which that the is character name that is literally the character name
1: missed that entirely. unless like
0: unless I, but that's what it sounded like and that is what it said in the captions <laughs> and
1: i that's gotta be it
0: I can't express to you how over the moon I am about a man being <laughs> named Manfred Bagel. Like that made this movie good. This movie is five stars now.
1: <laughs> that bumps it up.
0: Appointed locksmith Manford Bagel. Outstanding. Crazy.
1: Outstanding.
0: Anyway, Manford Bagel takes the lock out of the door. They open that door. And Riley, you want to tell the the people what what's in there?
1: So the thing about what's in there is that it's nothing. There's just fucking nothing. It's a it's a mess like the floorboards are pried up and everything is gone. Like everything is gone. It All the appliances like like sh- are gone. The looks toilet like- is gone. It looks like there's, like, I'm
0: sure it's, like, dirt, but it looks like there's, like, shit handprints on the wall and everything. Also, everyone's looking around like something smells really bad. I thought maybe there maybe was, like. It does. I know. I thought maybe, like, the cat was dead in there or something, but it's just gross. I guess probably see he ripped the toilet out of the ground. A foul. Foul. But the thing is that I didn't realize that whole scene. I was just, like, oh, dirty and bad. I didn't process that he stole all the appliances. He and- stole
1: everything
0: like i didn't realize until they're at the precinct and she's reporting all of the stolen items i was like oh shit (laughs) he robbed them too Uh, like like, where did he put all that stuff oh god where did it go we saw his car yeah it's just a it's a fucking porsche there's not room in the porsche for like even one toilet i don't think (laughs)
1: let alone cabinets Yeah, and like those light fixtures
0: he liked so much from before, he just wanted to steal the light fixtures. This whole con was just for the lamps.
1: Anyway, so while Patty is reporting this to the police, we learn that the head of the police (laughs) department is Mr. Baker, who's the man whose application they never got, so they didn't rent him the apartment. It's so good, and he says, I mean, like no shit, but he goes, I guess you're wishing you rented to the black man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I was kind of like, ha yeah. But Chris, my roommate also pointed out that she did want to rent to him. She didn't want to really rent did. to Carter.
1: Like she did. It's really all Drake's fault.
0: Yeah. Like she was forced into letting and, like she's Carter the one who gets there. black
1: for it. Exactly. But whatever.
0: And I mean like Mr. Baker is understandably very distressed, not distressed, like very frustrated and hurt. Cause like, duh, he feels yeah. very racially profiled and could maybe was,
1: but well, he was, by bi- he was bi- yeah. by Drake. But he also wants to do his job. So he tells her, he's like, hey, this Carter guy is gone, so you should just let him go. But much like her boyfriend, she's going to do the exact opposite of what she was just yeah. told to do.
0: Also, there's like a moment, though, when, because he's like, oh, like, well, you should have rented to me. And she's like, we never got your application. And he's like, well, I did. I did bring it there. And she's, like, but we never got it. And he's like, yeah, OK. Which I loved. He was like, yeah, fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, but we see the monkey picture again. Literally. Yes.
1: So she goes back home, and she's cleaning up the empty apartment, and that's where she finds the fucking monkey picture.
0: Monkey picture, monkey picture. Oh, and on the back, it says James Danforth,
1: age 10. Right. And so she figures out that's his real name. I'm like, that's how you know this man's rich, because his last name is fucking Danforth. (laughs) Just for clarity and simplicity's sake, I'm going to keep calling him Carter, even though we just learned that's not his name. No, fuck But I'll be calling him Carter. I'll probably keep calling him Michael Keaton. Fair. So she contacts the representative of his trust and learns that he's legally severed from his family and just like a generally known chaos causer. So she sets out on a manhunt because why not fit another movie into this movie? Exactly.
0: <laughs> and also it seems like he's under conservatorship. So I'm like, oh, like they have to be able to make a case for that. Right. But they like don't explain what's like wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just evil is, like, the official diagnosis. Basically, Patty goes on, like, a crusading road trip. And it feels like they should be playing Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Literally, It sounds almost exactly like that, I think.
1: Yeah. I wish it was. (laughs) So she goes to his last known address and interviews his girlfriend, Anne, who's here now. Like, why (laughs) the fuck was she in San Francisco if now she's just back in Palm Desert or Springs or wherever the fuck? It makes no goddamn sense. Um, And also she's like...
0: Yeah, I, you're obsessed with Carter, but you're not his type. But she looks exactly
1: like her; like they look exactly the same. It's crazy. It's so stupid. But the important information that we get to learn from this conversation is that Carter is the name of his previous landlord, who he essentially did the same exact shit to.
0: Yeah, with like Anne as his like, um, like crony or whatever. Yeah, that you know that word where you help someone with a crime. Yeah, <laughs> that thing. Yeah. Um, Also, he sends, she's like, he sent in the, like, Patty's really good at, like, getting people to tell her things. Yeah. Which is really fun. And she's like, I bet you don't even know where he is, dumb bitch. And she's like, actually, he just sent me a postcard yesterday from the Marriott. Fuck you. Right. So she has, like, his exact address.
1: Yeah. She's like, great. Let me take this and write down this return address and run out the door right now, unrelated to this. (laughs) And Anne, like, doesn't give a shit
0: because she's doing whatever the fuck she's doing.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and and it's, it's just like such a different movie now. Just like yeah. her hunting this man down. Exactly. So she's waiting in the lobby for Carter just to like fuck with him. I don't know I don't know, like if she has a game plan or if it's just to fuck with him. But yeah. she figures out that he's here under Drake's name because that's a sort of M.O. is taking on the identity of the landlord he fucks with and then moving right. on somewhere else.
0: And then also she's like, hey, is yeah, like is Drake Goodman staying here? And the guy at the desk is like, yeah. And I don't think he says the room number he's in. But
1: like, can hotels do that? I, like, I don't think so. I don't right? know. But it's apparently like... hospitals can tell you if your landlord has had a miscarriage. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know fucking anything in this universe. It's insane. Oh, she like follows him. She follows him and she figures out that uh, Carter has assumed this new identity of Drake and he now has a rich older woman as his sugar mommy and his sugar mommy is Tippi Hendren. Ah! <laughs> I freaked out. I did too. She doesn't also, have a single line in this yeah! movie, but she's there. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a movie
0: with your mom, but your characters are never on screen at the same time for even a fucking second and your mother
1: doesn't speak. And your mother's Tippy Hendren? <laughs> Wild. But also, I don't understand how he got his claws in this woman so fast. Like, I feel like it's been a day. Uh, yeah. I, I don't... What is the progression of time? I'm so confused. Yeah, like, every day he's just
0: on the phone romancing this older, older woman. Weird. It's crazy.
1: And, like, what what's the fun in being rich if, like, you just have to run around all the time and scheme? And, like, you don't get to just, like, be rich and have money. <laughs> and yeah, like, this is it. just his hobby. Like it's weird. It's Whatever. insane.
0: Also rich people are crazy. That's true. See
1: also the purge, but like, you know, it's weird. But- <laughs> Whatever. She's the promising young woman now.
0: <laughs> she is. But, um, basically she's sneaking around the hotel and, um, there's this maid and her name is Olan Rogers, the actress or Oland huh. Jones. And I recognize her because she's like the mysterious lady from Edward Scissorhands who like, I've never seen it. Tells, Oh, we have to watch that. It's such I know. a good movie. Anyway, I just remembered her name. Well, because you know what? Like, Edward her hands turned me gay because of Winona Ryder. So I, like, have all this, like, weird niche knowledge about Edward hands. Anyway, sorry. It was O'Lan Rogers. O'Lan Jones. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> she sneaks into the <laughs> hotel room by pretending to be Drake Goodman's wife, which ironically she kind of almost is. But, like, it's Michael it's too Keaton. M- it's too many layers. Exactly. It's just, like, so annoying. Anyway, she gets in there. And she starts opening up all his briefcases and his a million phone books that he keeps bringing everywhere with him. Yes, and she realizes he's he's like casing
1: he's casing this woman Florence. Like right. he's gonna steal all her money. And so she also calls Drake and tells him to cancel all of his credit cards and freeze their bank account because Carter has stolen his identity. Yeah,
0: and there's also like a million tiny passport-sized
1: photos of Carter so he can make all these (laughs) fake identities and it's really funny. It's so funny. Uh, And then this movie continues being hilarious because... Um, what's her name? Patty. God damn it. Isn't Patty starts ordering a shit ton of food and drinks to the room? Like in a scene that takes a a good five minutes of her just like naming foods and alcohols to order, guaranteeing that the card will get flagged and then he'll get caught for the card being frozen and like get in trouble, arrested, yada, yada.
0: I thought she was just trying to fuck with him. I didn't even think of that. But also she's like, it's our anniversary. We want to buy champagne for everyone on the 10th floor. Yes. Which like, oh my God, I mean, I guess it's a fancy hotel, but the the bell, not the bellhop, the concierge is like, that's really generous. And she's like, that's just the kind of man my husband is. And I'm like, are you thinking about real Drake? Because no.
1: She's so fucking wild. Oh, she also like steals a bunch of his cash, which I think is funny.
0: Yeah. And she uses it to tip the maid that she like basically had help her break into the room so i like yeah. that
1: she's like just in case you get fired
0: he <laughs> yeah, literally and she like stops and she's like hmm and then she puts like several like h- like probably a thousand dollars under like a little tray for her well with- he only had 2900 so. <laughs> yeah, that's true she's very she's very generous
1: she's very generous
0: also, though, she's, like, throwing the evidence all over the room in, like, anger. I'm like, girl, bag that shit up and take it with you. You're like, she spends so much time in that fucking
1: room. That was so another box review I read that I wish I had written down the username. But someone was like, thank God Michael Keaton kept such detailed records of all of his <laughs> crimes so Melanie <laughs> Griffith could find it.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, it's so funny. Um also she like calls someone up and she's like, This is like Detective Palmer from the San Francisco police. I'm like, Girl, you're gonna make all this shit totally inadmissible in court. You're just lying to people.
1: Um,
0: it was so funny though. She's like, This is like Lieutenant Palmer. I was like, Go off <laughs>
1: So Um, we then get a very scary and tense scene where you see her, she's leaving the hotel room at the same time he's coming back up because he's just been yelled at in the lobby for not being able to pay for his room service. And I think he's like evading arrest right now essentially yeah 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 that- going, like up to his room and she's going down you're like oh fuck they're gonna run into each other and they do like he walks right past her coming out of the elevator but like he's so wrapped up in his shit that he doesn't even see her the fucking moron and then like somebody slams their hand in the door but it's just some random guy trying to oh it's, it's the, the director, director! And <laughs> i was like is that rob
0: reiner no <laughs> but it is the director <laughs> Um it was just like a man with a beard and I was so
1: like rabid. (laughs) But that that the hand shooting in the door scared me really bad. Oh totally. I was like fuck and then it was literally it's just a guy. Uh but uh Carter does realize that he just walked past her, I think, because then he goes charging back down.
0: Also, the 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 um the I don't there's gotta be a better word than bellhop, but I can't remember what it The there are men helping people get into taxis outside, and they're wearing the craziest helmets I've ever seen in my goddamn I life. I didn't
1: notice the helmet.
0: They're like these white helmets with like black feathers, spires on top. Like they're like wow. marching band helmets that these That's guys are wearing. Great.
1: It's fucking wild. So Patty flees in a car, mm-hmm. and then he chases her on foot like a it's dumbass. <laughs> it's so crazy. And like obviously that doesn't work, and he yeah. gets arrested. Exactly.
0: Like he's not faster than a car. No. But he sure Bird is angry.
1: <laughs> Birdman.
0: And so then Tippy Hendren shows up sitting silently in his little like prison cell. Yeah. Just continuing to have no lines. Yeah. It's insane. And then he's just like really trying to romance her so hard. He's like, baby, I'm just asking you to do what your heart tells you and everything. And her lawyer's there. And it's so
1: weird. And she doesn't say a single word. Yeah. And she just, she bails him out of jail.
0: Yeah. Also, he keeps hitting really funny poses on the wall and then like saying, yeah. so. like <laughs> throw his arm up on the wall and turn and be like, baby, it's so it's-
1: funny. So now we embark on like the third ending of this movie. It's crazy. Chekhov's nail gun is back. (laughs) It's back. We're back in San Francisco and Patty. This is so unimportant and I shouldn't even be mentioning it because no. we're running so long. But Patty Whatever. tucks Drake in on the couch. Oh, and, she like, does! He looks so funny because he's just a little <laughs> yeah. head sticking out of the blanket. <laughs> and he's like channel
0: surfing and he decides that his nighty night music is going to be also loud death metal.
1: It's so loud.
0: And he like very happily falls asleep to like Soundgarden <laughs> or somebody. No. It's crazy. Not that Soundgarden is death metal, but they're loud.
1: <laughs> yeah. While he's sleeping, Patty goes downstairs and there's a broken window and a bird flies out. It's the bird's caught. This movie was made to
0: fuck with this. Also, there's a hilarious QVC ad also at one point on the TV. And yes. They're like this faux pony desk set and all my brain could do was go the planet moon. <laughs> Which listeners, if you haven't seen Isaac Mizrahi, not <laughs> know what the moon is. So Shuki, if you're listening, please Google the moon. <laughs> it's the funniest video
1: on the internet.
0: That we the have Planet, planet moon. moon. the planet moon. Also, like, uh, uh, she finds the cat. Oh, the cat flees from the house because it sees the bird. I think the cat she, like jumps yeah. out the window. I don't fucking know. This movie I doesn't make don't any remember. sense. <laughs> Oh, but it's also funny because like Florence Tippy Hendren bails Michael Keaton out of prison, inadvertently fucking over her real life daughter. Yeah, which I thought was funny.
1: Right, because while Patty's downstairs dealing with the bird and the cat and the whatever the fucking else, Carter shows up and just like bludgeons Drake while he is asleep on the couch. I I thought Drake was dead. I was like, oh shit, that sucks for Patty. He beats
0: the shit out of him with a golf club. Like he probably should be dead. He probably should be. This movie is like how to kill people with sports utility like instruments instruments what am i saying sports equipment there you go god damn it (laughs) this movie killed my very last brain cell but he beats the shit out of out of drake with a with a golf club and then he comes downstairs and Patty's in there Mm -hmm. and he says you were in my private things
1: The one I wrote down was when he goes, "You got in my area," like he's just yelling (laughs) outrageous shit at her. Crazy things,
0: and he's like, "What am I gonna do with you, Patty? What are you gonna make me do?" Like, and he's like threatening her with the nail gun. My area. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and then also, he like she's like hiding from him behind a ladder, and he just lunges at her like through the ladder, which doesn't work because yeah, there's a idiot. whole ladder there. And also, there's this whole moment where she's using the nail gun and she's like, dunk, dunk. Oh no, it's empty.
1: I missed that. that yeah. Would've, that would have made this a lot less tense for me.
0: Right? And I'm like, oh, he's going to fire the nail gun at her and it's going to be empty. But it's not.
1: <laughs> Well, because he's holding the nail gun to her face, and he's, like, sucking on his teeth, and it's really unsettling and it's scary. It's so gross. But they're fighting so much, and for so long, it's so elaborate. And I was starting to be like, okay, well, like, if he was going to kill her, he would have done this forever ago. Because he keeps just holding the nail gun to her face. Like, if you're going to yeah. kill her, just do it. That's but true. it turns out he tries to shoot the nail gun, and it doesn't fire. It's, like, jammed.
0: But also... Um, oh, I think, like, Drake f- hobbles down the stairs, maybe?
1: Yeah, he has somehow managed to get into the crawl space under the floor. Oh, that's right! And, oh, yeah, and so while this fight is going on, Drake shoots his hand out through a hole in the floor, and he grabs Carter's leg and just, like, pulls him down.
0: Just like, like a little zombie.
1: Just like a little zombie. And he falls for Ever, it's
0: he falls like he knows he's about to be impaled on this giant Literally, spike coming out of the ground
1: he's falling just like that one shot in psycho that you know the one i'm talking about yeah where the guy falls but he's falling forever and gets impaled on some pipes and is like dead i feel like i said that really anticlimactically like well, because dead, it's he really anticlimactic impaled. it's so yeah. like
0: it looks like he's gonna rip himself off the pole and i was like gore 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 i was excited for something interesting to happen but nothing does he just sits
1: there and dies and there's a little bit of blood on his shirt he dies on the pole, and I'm like, I feel like they gotta get in trouble for this, right? And they sure don't. They sure don't, because the next scene, <laughs> it's sometime later, and they're showing a couple the house to sell it to them, to sell it to them for 900000 fucking dollars. They're price-gouging the shit out of this random couple fuck these fucking guys. guys. Fuck these people
0: so much. Cause they're like, wow, you redid the house so beautifully. And I'm like, it's a little better than last time. It's green instead of white now, I guess.
1: It's not like $150,000 better. No. And also
0: they're like, please buy our house. Somebody died in here. but
1: Like it's nuts. <laughs> like they're playing music. Like it's a scary thing that this couple is buying this house. Like, like the house is haunted or cursed or something, but like, The only sinister thing is these fucking evil, swindling, fucking yuppie fucks. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's not like Michael Keaton's going to be there again. He's He's dead. Also, what did they do with the body? Like, I have so many questions.
1: And like, this house was fucked. Like, they had to go through so much repairs for that apartment. Yeah. Like. (sighs) Well, the movie's over. And my last note just says, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I wrote that I was really glad there was no assault in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there was assault, but there was not sexual assault, and I was relieved right. about that. But then I found out that there was gonna be, and that made
1: me angry. Yeah, there's just barely you no know, sexual assault. Is the also,
0: thing. yeah
1: that's very true
0: but also the song that ends the movie i think is the song that they that michael keaton and Anne were fucking to in the beginning because it's like like it's this woman like scatting it's so weird it's like like Like,
1: she's just like she's just going like i hate it actually thanks for asking
0: anyway this movie wasn't scary
1: so final thoughts on pacific heights tara
0: why did John Schlesinger make this just to fuck with us? Why Literally. did he do that?
1: Just to fuck with us. It's outrageous. It's the it's stupidest movie outrageous. I've ever seen. outrageous. There was one quote I read um, from Desson Howe of the Washington Post. And he, mm-hmm. he summed up the film exactly right and exactly how I feel about it. He said, this is yuppie conceit. This is not interesting to human beings. oh my god i have to agree that's incredible this is not
0: interesting to human beings that's so fucking funny he's exactly right or they're exactly right that's oh my fucking god And like
1: i want to say it's because like these 90s sex thrillers don't really do much for me but then like i was reflecting on that and i don't even think that's true because like i love wild things and like single white female is pretty close to this and like i don't think that's a great movie but i get a certain amount of enjoyment from it
0: yeah even like i'm talking about sleeping with the enemy which like on principle i shouldn't like but i did kind of enjoy a little bit and like this was
1: just dumb this movie was just so weird this was
0: also apparently one of three movies released in three consecutive years where michael keaton played someone who was like ambiguously like evil and mentally disordered and and it was bisexual like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> michael keaton coded bisexual Jesus. Or bisexual-coded Michael Keaton. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so, Riley, I have to know, what the fuck did Bravo think was scarier than two kids about to get killed by dinosaurs?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's let's discuss. Um, Tara, if you had to guess, what would you say the moment <laughs> from this movie is that's scarier than anything that happens in Jurassic Park? Like...
0: I don't, I don't, the whole movie, I was like really struggling to figure anything out. Right. Probably when he was threatening her with the nail gun, right?
1: Like almost, but it seems to me, unless I watched the special wrong, it seems (laughs) to me they are saying something we did not even mention in our two hours of talking about this movie, which is when Michael Keaton jumps out from behind the door to attack Patty before he has the nail gun. Just him jumping out from behind the door to startle her. What? And I find that fucking insulting. That's so fucking crazy. <laughs> that they think that
0: is scarier than dinosaurs. Like, scarier than the impending doom of
1: children is Michael Keaton being like, surprise! Watch it on your own. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I'm. it seems to me that's what they're saying. It, it was
0: literally so forgettable I didn't
1: fucking remember it. <laughs> and, like, the clip that they use is him saying, you got in my area. <laughs> you got in my area? It's, and, like, to be fair, it's just a fun little list on Bravo to, like, know, celebrate horror on. movies. And I don't need to be taking it so seriously, but that's absurd.
0: I mean, Riley, to be fair, she did get in his area.
1: <laughs> she, was, she was in I mean, he was in her area first. <laughs> he
0: really was house. aggressively in her area.
1: I don't know. Um, God, there was fucking actually damn it! A surprising amount of fun stuff from the special for this one. I love the. Thank God. Yeah. Right. I'm excited to talk about this because once again we get Rob Riggle and Rob Hubel from the Upright Citizens Brigade. Let's go of all people. But what is so funny about this is it becomes abundantly clear that Rob Riggle has not seen this movie. <laughs> I'm really glad for him because he is just silent the whole time and looking bemused or surprised at everything Rob Hubel is saying. And then there's a hilarious moment where Riggle starts saying something like you hear a sound come out of his mouth and they immediately cut him off and move on to the next thing. And then oh my God. And then following that, we have Keiko and Gina from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> She's okay. there for some fucking reason. Does she like, comment on
0: how racist this movie is at no. all? She doesn't. <laughs> she likes Patty's investigating. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, that's a less miserable part of the movie.
1: Yeah, and then she just kind of like explains what the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had seen that instead. And then, Tara, there are more guys from the Upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> which if any of our listeners are not familiar i realize we've been talking about them a lot because they frequent this special but the upright citizens brigade is an improv sketch comedy group that started in chicago in the 90s then moved to new york um and snl scopes out a lot of talent from there Mm -hmm. so a lot of famous funny people come from the upright citizens brigade very Um, true so but the thing about it is it just seems like nobody In the entire world, except for Lane from Gilmore Girls, one film critic, and the entirety of the Upright Citizens Brigade have seen this movie. (laughs) It's because they made
0: it to fuck with us. This is the UCB making this movie (laughs) to fuck with us.
1: the UCB made this movie in a lab.
0: (laughs) Just like the malignant. Just like time it's fuck out the the cats. The way I scrambled to get my mouth near the microphone... I can't believe Michael Keaton jumping (laughs) out from behind a door is the 91, 95th scariest movie moment.
1: Like, watch the clip and tell me if I'm wrong. That's not what they're saying. Maybe they do mean the nail gun, but it seems like they're like when he- The nail gun's not that scary either. It's when he surprises her is what they say. Also, like,
0: I'm sorry, but you could could recover from a nail gun to the head, I bet. (laughs) Not well. Not well. Like, I'm not saying well. But also, two children about to be killed by velociraptors?
1: is worse like this is what i mean when i'm like that moment from jurassic park should not have been 95 like you have, think you like, think this is scarier than that i'm so sorry you're wrong I'm so stressed i'm so sorry to the three bravo producers okay i'm not
0: sorry went. hey guys guest on the fucking pod <laughs>
1: Explain i'm
0: screaming yourself. i'm screaming in my apartment hey riley hi tara what movie are we watching next week
1: Next week, we are going to be talking about Child's Play.
0: <gasps> oh, let's
1: fucking go. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Released in the year 1988 and directed by Tom Holland.
0: That is so funny to me. Cause like, not, it's not that one. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Tom Holland that we all know and love
1: from Spider-Man, but still. So that's going to be very fun, I think. I think we're going to have a great time. I think you're exactly right. And luckily, it's a movie we both know we like. Yeah, thank So we're fuck. not going to be mean the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been Tara. <laughs> I've been Riley. You've been you. And thank you for doing that. Um, if you want to watch along with us, please check out Child's Play uh, before next week. Or watch it whenever you want. We don't want to tell you what to do. But hey,
0: you do. if you want to watch a movie that's fun, you should watch Child's Play. If you want to watch a movie that's ridiculous, maybe you should watch Pacific (laughs) Heights, but I cannot say I recommend it in good faith.
1: And if you want to see some good tweets, some good Instagram posts, follow us on both of those at Fright Your Life. I just killed a bug on my leg. (laughs) Tara just killed a bug on her leg. (laughs) And we hope to see you next week as we try to give you the fright fright of of your your life.
0: life. Ooh. (laughs)
1: This recording right fucking now. (laughs) I gotta stop this. I gotta stop it. (laughs) Little Lord fuck Lorisley.